it's going up forever long. to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We're your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. We cover breaking news, culture, matic warfare. We will be your guide through the separation of money and state. Elon Musk dumps the price. That's what people were saying, that apparently SpaceX uh, sold, I think it was like $300 million worth of Bitcoin. But apparently that got debunked. Uh, apparently that wasn't the case. Uh, you know, they were using... A, uh, Bitcoin Magazine initially broke the news off a Wall Street Journal article, which is weird because they did sell, they did say in the article that they sold it, but then the community note feature on Twitter said that there's no evidence of it. So I don't know what to think, but I, I do, I'll tell you, I'll tell you something. Uh, it is quite a coincidence that this article came out and then the price dumped the way it did. Maybe some market manipulation? I don't know. Who knows? But... All I know is that it's cheaper sats for me, and I've definitely been stacking like a crazy person the last couple of days. Holy cow. Anyways, also, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into uh, more of the details of the news that we covered on Monday in regards to Argentina's leading presidential candidate, Javier Malay. And uh, this guy has a really good shot at becoming uh, the president of Argentina and once again moving the Overton window. And we're going to talk about what the, because we taught, we've referenced the Overton window a lot on this show. We're going to talk about what it is and why it's so important, whether this guy gets elected or not, the fact that he's making it popular, he's making it acceptable to talk about the fact that central banks are trash. Inflation is theft. Inflation is a tax. And the more those concepts become mainstream, the more people will be open to alternatives like Bitcoin. So whether this guy wins or not, there's a really good possibility that he does. I'm really glad that he's having these conversations. Also, we have a very special guest and uh, we were able to connect in Canada. And uh, Adam from Bitcoin Well, how you doing, buddy? Happy to happy to get to talk with you again. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to chatting. I mean, is price manipulation from Elon even a story at this point? Or is that just kind of like every few months? This is this is the way. I don't know, dude. I guess so. Like it's Doge. <laughs> and then it's like, what's Walsh is Wall Street Journal trying to like stack some cheaper sats? Like this is a, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, bro. But like it, it, you can't tell me that it's a coincidence. Right. Totally. What's totally. that saying? There's no conspiracies, but there's also no coincidences. You can't tell me that, you know, that, <laughs> that they released this article, this hit piece, basically. And then the price of Bitcoin dumps. And then on Twitter, of which Elon owns, they're like, no, 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 no. That's not what it said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll talk about it. But let me bring up my legendary co-host, always optimistic. He has a, has a uh, this smile. Yeah, he's optimistic today. <laughs> it's Friday. Of course he's feeling optimistic. I was distracted. On the back end, Nico. Where, oh, dude, it's Friday. We got cheap sets. This is what you guys have been waiting for. I've been telling you guys for a minute on the show. Like, I think we have one more leg down. Who would have known? Oh, like, who would have thought that corporate press is going to flood Bitcoin so that they could pack their bags? Allegedly, allegedly. But uh, guys, we've been telling you this for a minute that this is the game plan. And so let's, you know, it, it's not a coincidence that this is happening, but hey. Uh, you know, is is Elon actually selling his Bitcoin? We'll see. Who knows? It doesn't really matter. Like, I don't care what he does. Why do people still look to authority figures to stack Bitcoin? Makes absolutely no sense to me. But hey, 
this is where we are right now, and it's only a matter of time until everyone wakes up to why they need some Bitcoin. And I'm super excited for today's show. Not only is it Friday, but uh, we had a great conversation before the show started. And, and Nico's got high energy today, guys. I don't know if you can tell, but he's smiling. He feels good. <laughs> it's a good Friday show. So there's going to be a good one. We might even get a Nico Jones rant today, guys. So who knows? Who knows? Anyways, Nico, let, 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 let's start the show. Let's start it, bro. You know why I'm so high energy? I had a, I was swan swan coffee. last night. I don't, I don't, I hate coffee. <laughs> I was a, I don't need coffee. I don't, sometimes a nicotine gum here and there, but, um, I need a lot us, of coffee. Look at that St. Opti mug. Uh, no, but I had, I had a interview with, uh, at Swan Salon with, um, with, uh, Damien Merlot, and he's the senior presidential advisor to Naim Bukele of El Salvador. And oh, holy wow. cow, uh, was that that you know that conversation got me so hyped, so hyped on that shining country on the hill. Anyways, everybody, no more delay. Let's jump straight into the show. We have a lot to talk about today. Let's check it out. The Bitcoin numbers. Is your Bitcoin in cold storage really secure? Is your seed phrase? really secure. Stamp Seed's do-it-yourself kit has everything you need to hammer your seed words into commercial-grade titanium plates instead of just writing them on paper. Don't store your generational wealth on paper. Paper is prone to water damage, fire damage. You want to put your generational wealth on one of the strongest metals on planet Earth, titanium. Your words are actually stamped into this metal plate with this hammer and these letter stamps. And once your words are in, they aren't going anywhere. No risk of the plate breaking apart and pieces falling everywhere. Titanium stamp seeds will survive nearly triple the heat produced by a house fire. They're also crush proof, waterproof, non-corrosive and time proof. All things that paper is not allowing you to huddle your Bitcoin with peace of mind for the long haul. Stamp your seed on Stamp Seed. All right, guys, scan the QR code on your screen right now so that you don't have to explain to your grandchildren why you lost your generational wealth because you decided to store your Bitcoin wallet backup seed words on paper. Don't be that person. Store it on titanium, one of the strongest metals on planet Earth. Scan the QR code on your screen. It will take you directly to the Stamp Seed website. At the time of recording, the Bitcoin price is 26020 Woof. Stop right now. Pause the show. You know, you just press pause if you're on Rumble. If you're on YouTube, if you're on Twitter, and just just stack some sats and send those sats to cold storage. This is a great opportunity for you. Sats for a dollar, 3,843. Block height, 803,777. Blocks to halving, 36,223. Having estimate, April 20th, 2024. Total light and network capacity, 4,643 Bitcoin. Capacity value, 120 million US dollars. Realized monetary inflation, 1.76%. The market capitalization of Bitcoin, $506 billion, billion with a B, Bitcoin versus gold market cap, 4.01%. In the grand scheme of things, Bitcoin is still a tiny little baby. Again, my favorite statistic out of all this because it just continues to embarrass fiat currencies and that number will go down forever, Laura, is the realized monetary inflation rate of Bitcoin at 1.76%. I think when we started covering that number is at 1.79%. It just go, it trickles down ever so slowly. And I think as the years go by, you know, it's going to be interesting to see that. Anyways, um, check out this uh, video by Predator. And the reason I wanted to play it is when when these days happen, when the price of Bitcoin goes down like 9% in a short period of time, it's important to zoom out when in doubt. And uh, this is a CNNBC segment from 2018. And this guy, and he's pretty popular on Twitter, Ran Nooner, 
he said some oh, things, man. and uh, it apparently it, it aged like like milk. And things things tend to age like milk. Your comments better said when they're anti Bitcoin comments. So you can't stop the honey badger. You can't stop NGU technology. So, anyways, let's check out what he has to say. And the price of Bitcoin at that time was eight thousand one hundred eighty-two. Fast forward a couple years later, we're about three x at the bottom of the bear market. So uh, maybe it's safe to say maybe it's safe to say that uh, maybe he was wrong. Anyways, let's check it out. Bitcoin, hodl or fodl? I like Bitcoin a lot, but I'm gonna fodl. Really? I'm gonna fodl, wow. and I'll tell you why. I'll justify that. I think Bitcoin at 8,200. I think the price is low. I think it's gonna continue to go up, and I think it's gonna continue to go up slowly and in a stable way. But there are more exciting cryptocurrencies out there. And if you're gonna ask me whether I'm gonna put my money into Bitcoin or something more exciting, I'm gonna go with something more exciting. So is part of that because there are Bitcoin futures now because institutional money that is going into cryptocurrencies is going into Bitcoin and that dampens the volatility? A little bit of that, uh -huh. but a lot of the money is going from Bitcoin and even Ethereum and the more established coins into this ICO frenzy. There's this frenzy happening which is not on the markets, which is happening on the on the outside of the markets where hundreds of millions of dollars are going into ICOs. Where's that money coming from? It's not coming from fiat. It's people cashing in their Bitcoin right. and their Ethereum. And when they cash in, the market's going to go down. That said, I do think the institutions are going to come in towards the end of this year. And that's going to, they're going to come into Bitcoin and Ethereum first. Right. And then the market is going to go up. So I am calling Bitcoin up. And I do love the technology. But there are better coins out there. So I'm okay. fuddling on that one. All right. Bitcoin Cash. Dude. Fucking Dude, what is she saying about Bitcoin Cash after? Uh, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's finish it. Total or photo? I know I'm going to get murdered on Twitter. Mm. Oh, bruh. <laughs> I think there's a lot of potential for Bitcoin Cash. I like the team behind it that are driving it. It's all the old Bitcoin people. And so my money, as much as it's going to hurt me on Twitter. Why, why will it hurt you on Twitter? Because you're a dummy. the trolls and the have Bitcoin maximalists. Have you noticed Roger Veer on how I'm much hate tweets? I'm just curious to hear that a powerhouse I mean, like, like this gentleman is, is actually fearful of the, of the noise. But let me just say that I love both kids equally. I love Bitcoin <laughs> and I love Bitcoin Cash and I love them equally. But if you ask me where I'd put my money right now, Bitcoin Cash has got more potential. <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Wait, can, can we can we fact check him on the price? When did that video come out? And like, what? I'll I'll do that in the background. But okay. uh, but dude, holy shit! I mean, bro, like, dude loves centralized finance, man. I mean, that's stay it. humble, stack sats, right? <laughs> uh, ICOs, he digs it. <laughs> yeah, dude, those, those are wrecked nowadays. But uh, yeah, man, holy shit, Opti, what's your take while I look this up? Yeah, well, of course, uh, like, bruh, Ran is, like, what a joke. And, and you know, like, I kind of don't really care what Ran's doing, but is, is he still around? Like, is he still in the space? I'm sure he's still on Twitter shilling garbage and people still listen to him for God knows why. But um, there's something he said that I think is very interesting. And it was basically, like, I don't like Bitcoin right now. I want something shinier, something newer, something whatever, a new trinket, you know, like what glitter is gold kind of kind of meme. And I was watching this Alex Hermosi video. I don't know if you guys know who Hermosi is, but he's like a, a business guy. He's like one of those social media guru type dudes. And I, I really enjoy his content. I'd highly recommend you guys watch it. But he said something on the lines of like, if you want to succeed, then you want to double down on what's better and not what's new and shiny. And it like instantly, obviously, as a Bitcoiner, 
I always brought it back to Bitcoin and I'm like, oh my God, like that's the perfect meme. Like Bitcoin is simply better than everything else. It, it may not be the new thing. I know there's the meme. I remember when I got into Bitcoin in 2017, they said, you know, like Bitcoin's the MySpace. And you still hear people say this, like Bitcoin's old and clunky tech. It's the MySpace of the cryptocurrency industry. And obviously that meme's trash and and that narrative has followed to, like fallen apart at, at the seams. And if you really look at the metrics, I think Bitcoin is head and shoulder. Even it's a, it's a whole, you know, six foot body above everyone else because everything is six feet in the ground. But it's about the idea of doubling down on what's better and not what's new. And, I, and I, I'm going to steal that meme and, and continue to double down on that idea. Like Bitcoin is simply better than everything else by every metric. And you don't need to chase something new. You know, you don't need to chase the gains to improve your life. Just simply stack that, stay humble, stay solvent, simply, as simply we always Bitcoin, say. It just, it's simply Bitcoin. This is why it's simply Bitcoin, guys. Oh, man. So I couldn't find the chat, the the whatever thing in time. But yeah, dude, uh, the ICOs got wrecked. Okay, like that. that's not even a fucking thing. Um, Bitcoin cash versus Bitcoin that also got fucking wrecked. Uh, the Bitcoin cash hash rate literally just fucking plump. Like it's literally either stagnant or just like continuing to go down. Bitcoin hash rate continues to go parabolic. There's obviously a clear winner there. Uh, yeah, dude. I mean, it, it, look, it, like Odell time preference. Like that's uh, that's what it comes down to. High time preference and like Odell has that perfect line. Like it's really a simple stay humble stacks at. And I'll sprinkle in what Vikingo has has uh, basically made into uh, a strong meme at this point. Stay solvent at the same time. And yeah, it's 100% true, bro. But Adam, like, what's your what's your take on this, bro? Why is this guy on CNNBC? Who should be on CNNBC instead of this guy? No, man. I mean, I mean, he's the perfect guy for CNBC just because, <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's fiat legacy media. Like that's, that's what it is, right? Like we're not talking about that on Simply Bitcoin for a reason. We're a bunch of low time preference hardened Bitcoiners. CNBC, like what are they looking for? Quick hits. They got, they got, they got the highest time preference. They got a 24 hour time preference. That's it. That's all CNBC wants. They want someone to drive clicks and eyeballs. They're not looking to display any value. They don't, they don't, they don't care about sound money and, and value for generations. They're like, Oh, uh, maybe I'll make 10% today and then I can go to bed happy. Uh, they're not worried about, you know, actually producing any level of serious wealth or, or preserving their productivity like what you do with Bitcoin. And, and same with like there's tons of people in Bitcoin that aren't in it for sound money. They're in it because they think there's gains against the dollar. But I, I, I forget. I think, Nico, maybe it was you said it like, you know, you're not trading in your USD for like Turkish lira. Or like, you know, like, yeah, USD has done pretty good against the Lira. You're not, you're not going to go and buy the Lira because the Lira is trash. And, and like, so is the US dollar against Bitcoin. And when you look at it to that perspective, it's just, a, it's not investing, it's saving. And everyone out there who starts in this space, who starts and who talks about IC, I actually like, I haven't said the word ICO in so long. They're just like completely out of my like thought process and vocabulary, but that guy reminded me like it was all about gains. It, 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 it wasn't about sound money and no cryptocurrency is about sound money. It's all about gains and projects and, and monet, like, like fiat growth where Bitcoin is about lowering time preference, improving your life and giving your family a shot at the future. And it's just like, it's apples and oranges, dude. It's just not even the same. And this clip just boom, proves it.
A hundred percent. I love how you said that about yeah, CNBC too. being a high time preference channel. It is like the the epitome of fiat TV. A hundred percent. I think independent media is the future of media. I saw a statistic this morning about for the first time ever, uh, cable news uh, or just traditional television has actually actually has less viewers than uh, new forms of media, whether that's Netflix, HBO, YouTube, wow. all that stuff. So clearly this is the future. Also, this is a theory that was predicted by the book, The Sovereign Individual, which you guys know I'm a huge fan of, um, what the internet was gonna do to information technologies and all that stuff. So yeah, man, uh, really, really exciting times. Um, you know, I think it's causing a little bit of chaos. This guy was just proven absolutely wrong. And look, it, it's, it's literally a life lesson. Just stay humble, stack sats, Buy Bitcoin, earn Bitcoin, mine Bitcoin, take that said Bitcoin into cold storage, forget about it, save it for a rainy day, multi-generational wealth. Anyways, everybody, before- Wait, 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 Nico, before we move on, I, I want to emphasize something that Adam said, and it's a, it's a great meme, and I thought you were going to hit on it. He, he said something about uh, Bitcoin gives your family a chance to, you know- Build wealth going into the future. Here we go. Here we go. You know, Bitcoin would have gave me and Chrissy a chance to improve on our relationship, <laughs> but she is anti-Bitcoin and I just can't have that. I can't build a family. There's no family values on the fiat standard. This is why we are Bitcoin only. But no, seriously, Adam, I, I think you hit the nail on the head with with that uh, that phrase right there. Like Bitcoin gives your family a chance to survive and to build wealth and, and moving forward, more people are waking up to this. Yeah, 100%. quickly on your note, uh, whenever I hear about the book, The Sovereign Individual, I always think about Atlas Shrugged. And I'm listening oh. to Atlas Shrugged right now. And I, I told you guys before the show, we, my, my family was, was on a road trip. And I played the money speech in the car. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have read the book. If you haven't, just Google uh, or YouTube the money speech from Atlas Shrugged. It's about 15 minutes long. And it's absolutely perfect. We all know Ayn Rand was a massive Bitcoiner. And uh, so you can imagine my 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 five and six and three-year-old listening to the money speech uh, <laughs> as we're driving to the Rocky mountains in Alberta. It was, it was pretty epic. That dude, that man, your, your, your kids are going to be like fucking hardcore, hard, like man. hardcore Shoulders. Austrian economist, <laughs> fucking Bitcoiner, like leave me the fuck alone. I love that. I love that. Anyways, guys, my six-year-old, what do hard times create? He'll tell you strong men without missing. <laughs> That's right. Absolutely love that. This is how this is how we win, guys. This is how we win. Anyways, guys, before we move on to the next segment, I want to give a very special shout out to the largest Bitcoin conference on the face of the earth. I'm talking about the Bitcoin 2024 conference. It's not going to be in Miami this year. It's going to be in Nashville, Tennessee. July 25th through the 27th, the year of the having. You definitely don't want to miss it. Get your tickets quickly. For a GA, it's only $349. For an industry pass, I highly recommend that one if you're trying to get a job in the industry. It's $849. For a whale pass, it's $4,749. The prices of these tickets will go up as time progresses, so you want to get them now. And you can take advantage of the promo code simply to get an even bigger discount to the already discounted tickets. All right, guys, let's get to the news. We got a lot to cover today. Let's check it out. The Daily News. All right, guys, I also want to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Bitcoin Evangelism. It's a book written by Brian DeMint from the Orange Palap. 
The great Tatum Turnup one Turnup once said, "Bitcoin evangelism is like the Bitcoin standard and Bitcoin for dummies." If they had a baby, have you ever struggled to answer your skeptical no coiners friends' objections, or maybe you answered it perfectly, but they still didn't understand what you said? Bitcoin evangelism will equip you with an arsenal of simple illustrations to help you articulate the tenets of Bitcoin to anyone. Bitcoin boomer, check. Aunt Edna, who is worried about Bitcoin being the currency of the Antichrist? Check. Annoying dude from work that rubs it in your face anytime the price of Bitcoin is down? Check. You definitely want to check out Bitcoin evangelism, planting the seeds for the decentralized revolution. You can scan the QR code on your screen right now, and it will take you directly to Amazon. Anyways, guys, let's check out the interesting, maybe conspiratorial, I have no idea what the F is going on. Uh, but it is quite strange. Uh, this article dropped out, it dropped yesterday. Look, it looks like it was updated too. Um, and it is a rare look into the finances of Elon Musk's secretive, uh, SpaceX. And interestingly, this came out also around the same time that the Bitcoin price, um, kind of dumped, but like, take a look at the wording of the bottom and then you let me know what you guys think of it. I quite don't understand. The documents also show SpaceX wrote down the value of Bitcoin it owns by a total of 373 million last year and in 2021 and has sold its cryptocurrency and it sold and has sold the cryptocurrency. Tesla has taken a similar approach with its Bitcoin holdings. Musk has posted about cryptocurrencies frequently over the years. Like is that the edit? I have no idea what, and it's written weird. Like it's like the documents also show SpaceX down the wrote down the value of Bitcoin it's owned by a total of 370 million last year and in 2021 and has sold the cryptocurrency. Like, like wrote down is just an accounting practice. That's what public companies have to do to assets on, on their balance sheet uh, when prices fluctuate. That's like that's got nothing to do with anything other than fiat standard accounting rules for companies with large investors it's really it's really fucking weird okay and then like also like i don't like this is like written wrong and and uh, anyways okay moving on um so this is watch a guru um they said we were able we were unable to confirm reports that spacex sold 373 million dollars worth of bitcoin the report by the wall street journal is unclear and you know it states the passage that i just read to you guys and here is the I don't want to say fact check because it's really like community notes. So it's like oh, the users oh. of Twitter uh, came together. But this was a uh, a tweet by Bitcoin Magazine. Um, it says breaking Elon Musk SpaceX sold all of its three hundred and seventy three million dollars of the Bitcoin. And then here's the community note. Mind you guys, Twitter is owned by who? Elon. Twitter's a private company, so is SpaceX. Um, anyway, it goes on to say, there is no evidence to support this tweet claim of $373 million Bitcoin sale by SpaceX. Wall Street Journal did not say SpaceX sold $373 million worth of Bitcoin. There's also no evidence provi pro uh, provided proving when a sale occurred and how much was sold. So, I mean, like, this is like weird language. Apparently, they're reaching out to the Wall Street Journal for clarification. But I'll just tell you what, guys. All right. SpaceX owned by Elon, Twitter owned by Elon. And this also caused the price to fall 9%, which means it's 9% cheaper for anyone trying to stack. I'm not saying it's a conspiracy. I'm not trying to say it's market manipulation, 
But like we always say on the show, there's a lot of coincidences happening at the same time, man. That's all I got to say. What's your take, Adam? And then we'll move to Opti. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like a game of telephone. Like, you know, the game where you say like peanut butter and jam sandwich, and then it ends up being like, I bought a new car down the line. It's like some guy wrote, they wrote it down and then said they maybe sold some. And then we've got, you know, the heroic Bitcoin magazine telling us it's all gone. Uh, looks like garbage. Maybe it's the Bitcoin magazine guys trying trying to stack. Who knows? I don't know, man. It's uh, <laughs> I have no idea what's going on there. Is, is water, Nick, but... <laughs> Nick, Nick, are you Nick, are you trying to stack cheap sacks, Dude, bro? Nick can't mind fighting the price. We caught you, bro. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, I have no also, idea what's going on. I have like, no idea. <laughs> I did also hear. Uh, through a grapevine that they're going to sell. Remember the popcorn tin they found from the original Silk Road hack? Yeah. Uh, I think that had 50K Bitcoin in it. Um, I heard they were going to start selling those off. And I'm not sure if that was, if maybe someone had some some slippery fingers um, in there. But I don't know. I mean, does it even maybe. matter? Maybe, maybe. I don't, I don't, I, I really, this is just, the whole thing is just kind of weird. Like, and I can't even come to any conclusions and tell you guys, okay, this is what happened. I have no idea. <laughs> Anyways, in other news, this, this is really what I'm, uh, this is really what I'm actually kind of interested in talking about today. And just to kind of, you know, you guys know the motto of the show. This is your number one source for the peaceful Bitcoin revolution. This is an example of that, uh, in my opinion. So here is a summary from New no, our friends over at No BS Bitcoin. They do an incredible job. Um, and the name of the article is Argentina's leading presidential candidate vows to shut down central bank if elected. So this we covered this on Monday in a way. Um, but I really want to talk about the concept of the Overton window on today's show. And we'll get to that in a second. So first... Says Malay's plans include slashing spending by at least 13% of GDP before mid 2025 by dramatically downsizing public works, reducing the number of ministries, removing subsidies and capital restrictions that would allow businesses to transact in US dollars. More drastically, he also plans to shutter the central bank, which he says, quote, has no reason to exist, right? Remember that when we're talking about the Overton window and dollarize the $640 billion economy. Now, what's interesting that if he, if he pulls this off and he dollarizes the economy, you're gonna get, they're gonna get to the eventual conclusion that holy cow, now we're not even getting to dictate our monetary, our monetary policy, it's the United States. And remember, a similar, a country, not in, not in South America, but a Latin American country, was in very similar shoes, and that country was El Salvador. El Salvador is dollarized. Right. And they chose to make Bitcoin legal tender. Anyways, goes it goes on to say central banks are divided in four categories. The bad ones like the Federal Reserve, the very bad ones like the ones in Latin America, the horribly bad ones and the, and the Central <laughs> Bank of Argentina. If Malay wins the presidency, he plans to hand over the keys to the central bank to economist Emilio Campo, his informal advisor on the dollarization program, so that he can shut it down. Ocampo will also help in negotiations with the IMF fund, with the International Monetary Fund, which has a 77, which has a $44 billion program with the South American nation. The candidate says he has no plans to ask the IMF for money, which is exactly what Nayib Bukele I heard from his senior presidential advisor, that was one of the things that Nayib Bukele told the IMF. Now, why are they telling that to the IMF? 
Well, that's the leverage point, right? One of the conditions that the IMF gave Argentina for that bailout was that they had to de-incentivize the adoption of Bitcoin in the country. But if you say, no, 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 I don't want your money. I'm going to try something else. They don't really have that leverage anymore. And that's precisely why they were so hostile towards El Salvador when El Salvador decided to make Bitcoin legal tender. It's an alternative to the IMF system. And if you've been paying attention to Alex Gladstein's work, also there's a great book called The Confessions of the Economic Hitman. The IMF really perhaps doesn't do the things that they say they do. Anyways, goes on to say another quote, the central bank is a scam, a mechanism by which politicians cheat the good people with inflationary tax. Right, it's a very, very strong statement. Mind you, this guy won the presidential candidate candidacy vote for by 30. Uh, he, he got 31 percent of the vote. The person um, after him or before him got uh, 21 percent or 20 percent of the world. So he, he won the vote by 11 percent. Absolutely massive. This guy actually has a shot at winning the presidency. Now, why is all of this important? I'm going to read you what the what the concept of the Overton window is. And it says the Overton window is an approach to identifying the ideas that define the spectrum of acceptability of government policies. It, it, it says politicians can act only within the acceptable range. Shifting the Overton window involves proponents of policies outside the window, persuading the public to expand the window. And you could say without a doubt, based on the results of this, that this guy has shifted the fuck out of the Overton window, right? So take a look at here for our audio listeners, right? On the very top, it says unthinkable. Under that, it says radical. Under that, it says acceptable. Under that, it says sensible. Under that, it says popular. And in the middle, it says policy. He has definitely shifted the idea that a central bank is a scam, that inflation is a tax. He's definitely shifted that from maybe radical maybe acceptable, maybe sensible. You could definitely say without a doubt, based on the results of this last thing, that it's in the popular. And if he gets elected, it might even fucking become policy, which is absolutely bonkers. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I totally get why the IMF fear Bitcoin. I totally get why, you know, they're, they're labeling this guy all the things that they want to label him. He has said some crazy shit, I'm not going to lie. But man, oh man, like, boy, has he shifted the Overton window. And even if he doesn't win, he is getting into the mainstream consciousness of Argentines, this idea that, holy shit, central banks aren't necessary. Inflation truly is a tax. And, you know, this Bitcoin thing it's pretty dope. You know, it's 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 money, what he says, money from the private sector. I would say Bitcoin is much more public than government money. I would say government money is a lot more private, but, you know, they'll, they'll use the, the, you know, the jargon to try to, you know, mix things up and whatever, and they'll get Christine Lagarde to uh, sign the banknotes and say, but hey guys, I'm going to sign it, but you guys get to choose the color and the design and all that <laughs> stuff. I actually voted in that and I sent a picture of Opti so that Opti could potentially be on the 10 euro bill. But I don't know if, I don't know if Christie's going to be okay with that. You know, like, what do you guys think? A smiling picture of Opti, like <laughs> on the euro. I think it'd be pretty funny. It'd be tough for me to burn those though. And I just, I just love <laughs> burning my fiat. And with Opti's face on there, I mean, 
I couldn't light it on fire. It's just too that, beautiful. That's true. That maybe yeah. maybe it's, maybe you're it's a bad kind. idea. Maybe, maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe you're right. <laughs> Anyways, um, in all seriousness, uh, Adam, what's your take on Javier Millet? And look, this by the way, this o- this isn't only happening in Argentina. This is happening in the United States. We have RFK Jr. We have Ron DeSantis, both staunchly against CBDCs, pro Bitcoin. Also in Canada, you have Pulier Polyver who has a good chance at- Sorry, say that again. <laughs> I totally butchered it. Sorry, Nico can't read. I'm Hispanic, I'm not French. How do you say, how do you say his last name? Pierre Poliev. Poliev, okay. Poliev. Oh, wow, Poliev. wow, we've been wrong, so wrong. Pierre like, Poliev. It's interesting, I, I, I'm of two minds on this. Um, it's interesting having politicians, politicians are politicians, and having them in Bitcoin is probably a little bit like good-ish short-term. I think if it moves the Overton window, perfect, let's go. Um, actually, uh, Dave, like Bitcoin Brains, Dave and I had dinner with Polyev uh, as part of a larger group a couple of years ago, kind of before he sort of went on his Bitcoin run. And you could see him, we were telling him about Bitcoin, obviously, you could see him really understanding Bitcoin like in a snap. It was someone who understood what sound monetary policy needs to be. And then hearing him ask the right questions and get the answers that he was expecting was just like, boom, Bitcoin makes so much sense. And it was so sick to watch him go on this massive Bitcoin tour uh, talking about Bitcoin. And then when the price fell, he just completely abandoned it. It was like sound money didn't matter anymore. And that kind of pissed me off. So I'm like, like having been uh, um, like watching politicians play this game for a bit longer. I mean, starting in this like massive bull run, uh, like last bull run, watching him talk about Bitcoin, it was all good. Seeing politicians now start in the bear market makes me very interested because it's a lot about price. Like Polyev's speeches and 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 quotes were all about like inflation and and blah blah blah, which is true in the long term and obviously not in the short term. And so he got like criticized in our like we've got crazy monopolic left wing communist media here in Canada, and they just absolutely crucified him in it which I think hurt ratings and, 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 you know, we all know what politicians think about ratings. So I'm of two minds about politicians in Bitcoin and, and, and how they, uh, what they say and how they react and what their, what their platforms are. But Overton window aside, more people in Canada than ever. I mean, we had the big trucker thing as well, which I think helped move the Overton window about what's possible in a centralized fiat economy. And uh, yeah, super positive. I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm watching the comments here. It's interesting seeing some guys, they're not loving uh, the Argentinian president saying he's a he's a bit of a fraud, which is uh, maybe furthering the like politicians in Bitcoin. Like, does Bitcoin even need a government? I don't know. I completely agree. And that goes with the theory of the sovereign individual that Bitcoin oh. information technology will eventually make politics irrelevant. However, during the transitionary period, unfortunately, I think the more politicians are on the side of Bitcoin, even if they don't quite understand or believe it, like if they're just pushing pro Bitcoin policy, um, I think that's enough like that, yeah. that, that pushes stuff to our side. And I completely agree. I don't think Ron DeSantis or, or, uh, uh Vivek Wamasami, I totally pronounced that correct, uh, incorrectly or Poulier, Polyve, yeah, Polyve, there we go. PP, there we go. PP, uh, 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 uh <laughs> the presidential candidate in Canada, 
Um, you know, maybe they don't, they don't, maybe they'll actually believe this, but they're saying this because they think they're going to get votes out of this. Right. Right. So yes. And in like terms you said, moving the Overton window, which is, which is definitely positive for sure. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And for the central bankers, they're fucking terrified, right? Yeah. Like the idea that like the mere concept of having a central bank is a scam, that inflation is a scam. They're looking at this like, no, no, like this is crazy. This is taboo. You guys can't talk about this. Totally. What the fuck is going on? Dude, um, and ten, like 10 years ago, when I started talking about Bitcoin, I was talking about like to my friends and family and stuff. It was all about like, you know, money in the bank isn't real. Fiat's a scam, blah, blah, blah. And they were like, you're insane. Like you are actually crazy. You're spreading hate. This is bad. Bitcoin's a scam. And, and now when we talk about it, it's like, oh, you were super right. Like, like I didn't realize how bad it was going to get so quickly and, and, and how fast we could get here. And it's like, it's a little bit, I mean, it's not going to stop. It doesn't stop. Fiat rat yep. race continues. Amen to that. Amen to that. Opti, what's your take on all this, brother? Yeah, so first, I, I also want to double down on the idea that Overton window is moving. I, I've been seeing this happen in real time, and I've been kind of, you know, questioning myself whether I'm actually seeing the pendulum swing the other way. But I think we have seen the pendulum swing too hard in one direction. And we're starting to see people wake up to the real problems in the world. And and Adam and I were having this conversation before, just like how normalized this madness, this craziness has become. And, and everyone thinks that it's like some obscene thing. It's too complicated. I'm not smart enough to, to talk about these issues. And it's very simple. We, we've been talking about it all week, you know, Inflation steals from all of us, and we are all holding melting ice cubes in our hands, and people need to find solutions, and we have the solution, and it is obviously Bitcoin, and and of course, like everyone's saying in the chat, I'm not sure what to think about uh, Mile from Argentina, but he is saying what we say all the time, so on that note, it is exposing more people to the fact that we aren't just crackpots. We aren't just like crazy conspiracy theorists. Like we're not just these whatever nomenclature you want to call us. It's like we are the ones with the signal right now and more people are waking up to this. And the Bitcoin signal is slowly but surely inching into the mainstream signal. And it's only a matter of time until everyone else, oh man, everyone else wakes up to the problem. So, you know, it does seem like, for maybe he isn't a Bukele, but it does seem like the Bukele strategy is starting to make waves in South America. And hey, not everyone is going to be as successful as Bukele. Not everyone's going to be a Bitcoiner, but at least people are trying new things. And for better or worse, this is going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be good on the long in the long term. Uh, TLDR on that note, we are winning. But I, I kind of want to go back to Musk because you were talking about him in the beginning. Um, it just goes to show you how early we are when one person's opinion still moves the market. And you can see that this is still the case. And, and it just goes to show on, there's multiple things that you can, you can jump on, on, and on that vein. One is obviously most people have no clue what they're holding. If Musk doesn't like it, they're like, Oh, I shouldn't like it either. And they, these are the same type of people that would literally follow Musk off a cliff. It's just like, okay, you know, like I, I see you. I feel for you. I'm empathetic, but just cause you don't like the value of a car doesn't mean the car has no value. And this is where we are. Bitcoin is superior technology to fiat money and more people are waking up to this. And of course we talk about it constantly on the show that yes, traders are on the margin. There's, you know, small liquidity that moves on the markets and that's what makes all these pl price fluctuations and volatility. So 
either way, it really just makes you wonder how early we are to all this stuff. And also that like the fiat practices, you know, as, as Adam was telling us, uh, that, that really like, I don't know, makes my conspiracy theory hats come up and it's like, okay, what are they doing? Are they just like adjusting paper ledgers on there? You know, they're just doing some accounting or are they actually selling their Bitcoin? Like, is there liquidity problems there? Like is, is Musk overstretching himself with all the stuff he's doing with Twitter and SpaceX and stuff? You know, I'm sure the conspiracy theories are going wild right now, but I think Either way, it doesn't really matter for us. We just got cheap sats, and the best time to be stacking is when there's blood on the streets, as the saying goes. And I, I even had some friends hit me up last night, like, yo, what's going on with the price, bro? I'm like, if you have money on the side, just slowly deploy that capital. This is the last leg down that we've all kind of been waiting for. Is this the final bottom? Who knows? But we know that maybe... This is the last capitulation. Maybe Musk is the sacrifice we need for the bull run to continue. So, hey, let's go. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right, everybody. Wait, I think Adam wanted to jump in on something. Say something. Yeah, just to highlight, like, how messed up the fiat practices are. So, like, we're publicly traded, and we have to abide by all of these uh, fiat practices. We are – we have to mark up – or, sorry, we have to mark down – the price of Bitcoin that we hold on our balance sheet when uh, the price falls, but we're not allowed to mark it up as the price rises until we actually realize the gains. And then when you realize the gains, AKA sell, that money goes into the profit loss section um, of your operations. So like it could just be a complete like shell game of shuffling numbers on a balance sheet trying to either trick or at, at best deceive their investors like SpaceX and or Tesla. But like, look, we're super profitable. It's like, yeah, you're profitable because you sold your Bitcoin. <laughs> That's like, not because your ops are good, not because your business is sound, only because you, you know, made a good decision a few years ago and you followed up with a bad one by selling Bitcoin and now you're profitable. So it's like the fiat economics and the fiat practices when we're working in this fiat ecosystem are quite uh interesting and are not conducive to the bitcoin standard whatsoever yeah dude a hundred percent like it's too it's like the, these two this archaic system clashing with this new system and it's just a, it just points out like it shows all the all the all the ridiculousness all the ridiculousnesses of the fiat system 100%. Anyways everybody, let's move on to the culture. We have a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about Bitcoin well today. Let's check it out. The Daily Culture Brought to you by SwanBitcoin.com. Swan is the best way to build your Bitcoin stack with automated Bitcoin savings plans and instant purchases, serving clients of any size from $10 to $10 million. We love Swan because they incentivize self-custody and dollar cost averaging. What are you waiting for? Visit SwanBitcoin.com today. All right, guys, I also want to tell you about the Pacific Bitcoin Festival in Los Angeles, California, October 5th through the 6th. It's going to be the largest Bitcoin celebration on the West Coast. You definitely don't want to miss it. Current speakers include Jimmy Song, Lynn Alden, Greg Foss, Alex Gladstein, Corey Clipston, Preston Pish, the high priest of Bitcoin himself, Max Kaiser, Stacey Herbert, Stefan Levera, and many, many more. Opti and I are going to be there. You definitely don't want to miss the biggest Bitcoin celebration on the West Coast, Pacific Bitcoin Festival promo code simply to get 21% off your tickets to the festival. 
Anyways, Opti, uh, what are we talking about? Yeah, today, yeah. Before friend? before I pull up what Adam's working on, I know you guys love the rabbit hole stories, and I think this is going to be a fitting way to talk about what Adam's working on. And it's the quintessential question of why Bitcoin. And and the reason I want to start with why Bitcoin is because I think this is going to lean into the company philosophy and all the things you're working on. And you are telling us behind the scenes just so much sauce that we got to give it to the people. So, Adam, why Bitcoin? Why are you a Bitcoin? Why do you build on Bitcoin? Yeah, man, the Bitcoin, like why Bitcoin is the only real thing to talk about, I think. Um, I found Bitcoin in 2013 and it was like everyone uh, who gets into Bitcoin. It was number go up that caught my attention. It was like, oh, hey, look. Fake internet money is worth a hundred bucks. Um, I'm going to be smart and disprove this. And when you learn about, when you try to disprove Bitcoin, you inherently learn about Bitcoin, and then you learn about economics and and ultimately fiat wrapped up in a bubble. Uh, and then you realize that Bitcoin is actually just the obvious answer, and that everything that you've been taught for two decades, in my case, was the scam. And uh, that is actually what needs to be disproven. So I uh, went on, started my Bitcoin journey then. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I was like very excited about Bitcoin. Like, you know, imagine 20 year old Adam in 2013 being like, ah, your money in the bank is a scam and this internet token is going to fix it. And like my, you know, dad's friends and <laughs> like these people that are, you know, a little bit older than I am are like, you're crazy kid. Um, you need to, you know, learn about what you're talking about. But kind of just kept going, uh, same philosophy of like Bitcoin is sound money. Um, and then, you know, obviously watched the like the chaos ensue over the next like up until now. Like, I, you know, our mission about Bitcoin well is is self-custody by default. It's to enable independence is is why we exist, which is, um, you know, not to take a jab at our at a, the sponsor here. We don't encourage self-custody. We force self-custody. You can't buy and hold Bitcoin at Bitcoin Mall. You can only buy and then take custody immediately. And I think uh, that's because I've seen, like I lived through in Canada, we had a massive one called Quadriga. Uh, before that there was Mount Gox, which affected lots of my friends and family. Um, after that, obviously most recently FTX, uh, but how many like little tiny ones in between that have just been covered up by investors or covered up by insurance. And it's just like, you absolutely need to be Bitcoin focused and you need to be self custody focused. And so started with Bitcoin ATMs, which at that point was really the only way, like the fraud in Canada is, is pretty insane. It's pretty bad in the States too. people buying Bitcoin with stolen bank accounts and the money and the, the, like the banking system just blames the merchant. So back in 2015, I was accepting digital payments for Bitcoin. The bank told me they were irreversible and lo and behold, uh, they were not. And so I would send Bitcoin instantly based on our non-custodial practices. And then th 30 to 45 days later, all that money gets recalled. And it was like the anti-fraud practices, the anti-fraud technology just wasn't capable. We, it wasn't possible uh, back then. So it was Bitcoin ATMs was the focus. It was cash to Bitcoin instantly. We've got a network of ATMs around Canada. And then last year we launched in Canada, our Bitcoin portal, uh, which as you're, as you're showing there, I think, um, in Canada, we've got a payment rail called Interact eTransfer, and it's, uh, it's, it's actually pretty good. It's super centralized. It's all fiat, but it sends money relatively instantly, kind of like what PayPal and Venmo do. And in, and in Canada, you can go bank to Bitcoin on the blockchain in less than 30 seconds. My record is nine seconds where I sent an eTransfer and had Bitcoin in my self-custody wallet on the blockchain, TXID in hand in nine seconds, which is pretty cool. And then last week, uh, we just kind of soft launched 
in the States where you can, you can sign up, link your bank account and buy Bitcoin, take them directly into self-custody immediately. Uh, at no point in time are the SATs sitting with us. The second we receive your money, the Bitcoin is on the blockchain and out there. Um, that said, it's not as fast, unfortunately, because uh, the ACH rails in the States really, really suck. <laughs> so in most cases, it's about 24 hours from like sending the money to it being funded and then and then Bitcoin on the blockchain. But it's early days for us in the States. We're excited to get some uh, hardened Bitcoiners on, on the platform. And I'm um, looking forward to like, like I kind of said, like I don't want to encourage self-custody. I want to force it. And Nico and I had a great conversation at the Bitcoin Rodeo here in, uh, here in Alberta a few months ago about like, you know, there's lots of uphill battles with self-custody in the real world. And I want to fight them all. I think it's, one of the most important things we can do is enable independence as a, as a business. And you can't do that when coins are just sitting in someone else's wallet. So it's self custody or bust for us. I love that. Love I, I love that. It's, it's self custody by default. That's really, really interesting concept. Um, and you know, we say this all the time, right? The, the, uh, you know, if enough people take self custody, we'll win no matter what they do. Um, and, you know, I don't think things really change unless uh, people take self-custody, right? Um, so, um, so anyways, Opti, what's your talk? What's your, what's yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, actually, I, I kind of want to circle back to something that you said in the beginning. Um, did you work in, like, traditional finance, uh, finance before Bitcoin? Or you said something about, like... Uh, two decades of doing this. So is that like trading or? Oh, no, no, sorry. I meant two decades of like just living. Like I'm like, oh, okay, okay, like, okay. Yeah, like, like when I said two decades, it's like, like when I turned, I think I was eight or nine, like, you know, dad takes me to the bank, we got a bank account and that's all fine. But then it's like, all your money goes to the bank and then you're in school and you're completely yeah. financial illiterate through school. And you learn about like, you know, the communist curriculum that exists in the school system and, and, and how, you know, how good the government is for your money and, and how bad it can be if you try to do it yourself. And that's more what I meant about like two decades of, you know, learning, growing up, not being taught about money and more importantly, sound money uh, is, and then, and then switches to like, Oh, Bitcoin, this is the obvious answer. It completely flips the script from what we're taught at a very, very young age. Yeah. 100%. I, I always ask friends, and and the rhetorical questions like are bitcoiners made or are they born because like i feel like i've been primed to be a bitcoiner through all my life experience and i, I was telling you before the show i was like I don't know something about my mother instilling in me early like i just hate banks and so it's like i've always been a bitcoiner now but i want to ask you as a bitcoin entrepreneur what's it mean for you to build on bitcoin like you you talked about why you're obsessed with bitcoin but how come you know we've devoted our lives to bitcoin like why are you a bitcoin entrepreneur yeah, I think it it's important to remember it's just the why. It's it's the why of independence. Like I I go home every day and my son like m I think my son more than um he's a bit older and 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 um kind of gets it a bit more but like he asks me like what I'm working on and, and and why are you doing that dad and like what does it mean and and he understands that like we enable independence and and he understands what that means and it's so rewarding to go home look my 6 year old in the eyes and be like yeah like I helped someone set up cold storage and then showed them how to buy Bitcoin instantly and send it directly to cold storage in like, that's the safest way to buy Bitcoin. And after watching my friends lose hundreds of coins, I've, I've, I have literally witnessed 
hundreds of coins go missing because of incompetence, malice, and laziness on 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 like laziness on my friends' parts and, and incompetence and malice on the uh, on the platforms part of coins just sitting. And it's like, oh yeah, I'll get them off the platform. Like I can withdraw any time, no problem. And no, you can't because the second the platform decides that you can't withdraw, you are no longer able to withdraw. And I think that's a problem. I mean, the bank run was real in the States. What was it a few months ago, earlier this year, the SVB bank run. Uh, there is no question that a bank run will collapse the majority of platforms. I might even say all platforms in the States. And we need self-custody by default because we cannot, as a, as a group of people that believe in self-custody, we cannot encourage complacency when it comes to who is owning the coins. In a fiat economy, it's fine because you can just undo the transaction. It's fine to just give up custody because it's all fake. But Bitcoin is so real and so hard that if you aren't taking custody and you're not forcing people to educate themselves and do that, then I think it's, uh, I think it's a tough. I couldn't agree more. I 100% couldn't agree more. And you kind of buried the lead, and we, and we did talk about this in the beginning of the show before we went live. Uh, are you looking for people to help to just download? Like, what, what's this? What, what are you, what's the soft launch you're talking about? Yeah, man, bitcoinwell.com slash join. Uh, sign up. It's, uh, it's easy. It's quick. Um, I think it's like two and a half minutes to get fully signed up and verified. Then connect your bank and smash buy. Um, the workflow is super, super simple. It's basically fund your account at like whatever, 50 bucks, hundred bucks, 50,000 bucks, whatever, you know, go buy a whole coin. Let's, let's go. And then the workflow is so simple. It's, it's put like your, once your account gets funded, you submit, you hit buy how much you want to buy, enter your Bitcoin address and then buy and voila. It's uh, it's a great system right now. All the transactions are batched. So they actually go out. Um, I think once a day or twice a day and we're just, but we're working on, like, like I said, it's early days and, uh, we're looking for people to give us feedback, to become supporters of Bitcoin well, and, and really have a line in to, to helping the product grow and build. If you believe in self-custody, you believe in enabling independence, like I want the help and I want our, you know, our listeners and, and, and everyone who's out there that, that believes the same thing as I do to give me a hand and Hey, this would be really cool for this feature or, or, or this product needs X, Y, and Z. Um, I only have my perspective. And of course we have a wicked team that, that's working on it that has their perspective and their research, but um, ultimately it's the community. It's the Bitcoin community that, uh, that builds ironclad products. And uh, we're, we're keen to listen and, and, and keen to make a platform that is the safest platform you can possibly use that embodies the Bitcoin ethos and the Bitcoin standard to a T. So I have a question for you, Adam. Um, so what happens when someone buys like a small amount of Bitcoin? Um, and if you're doing self-custody by default, like who's going to pay for those fees? Yeah. So we like we cover, like I said, it's all batched. So and this is the reason why it's batched is because we have such a small number of transactions right now. Uh, it's so early. And so what it, like, what, it, what a batch is effectively is all of our transactions from the day go out in one batch and they go out. So whether you're buying 20 bucks or, you know, 2000 bucks or whatever it might be. It's all in the same batch and being sent out. Um, what we're working on and, and what will eventually happen is you will be able, and, and I should be clear, we cover the TXID fee. Um, in the future, what will be happening is uh, you'll be able to upgrade and you'll be able to pay for that transaction to go out kind of instantly. But right now, like I said, 
early days, it's all batched. And so whether, whether you're buying $10, like this is the way to buy $10 of Bitcoin because, and take it in self-custody. As long as you can control the TXID management later on, um, uh, we cover all the, all, the, all the outgoing fees. So can you buy Lightning or is it just all uh, on chain? No, it's all, it's all on chain. I was actually thinking about this though. Like there's enough, albeit custodial, but decent lightning wallets that you could use. You could just send the Bitcoin directly to the lightning wallet, which will automatically flip it into, into lightning, like wallet of Satoshi, or uh, I think CoinOS does it. Um, you could maybe even use, I think like the umbral nodes actually have a, have an on-chain to lightning switch. I don't think there's even a fee for that. So there's definitely like, there's ways that Bitcoiners can do it. Um, so there's no lightning right now. That is the, you know, that's on the roadmap and we want lightning to be part of our future. Um, I think Lightning's important, but I think there's also, there's enough good products out there that allow you to go from chain to lightning. And like, frankly, most good lightning wallets are already custodial. And I think it's been my experience and in the experience of me talking to the community that most people go from self custody Bitcoin into lightning. And so there's not a lot of good options to go from bank to Bitcoin fast and safe uh, on the blockchain. Um, and so having that kind of go from bank to chain in self-custody, and then it's just one simple step to go from chain to lightning. I think that's okay for right now. I don't think that's a massive um, kind of barrier for the end user. Awesome. Yeah, I, I always say it as well. It's like baby steps, guys, and and trying not to, you know, force everyone's behavior in one fell swoop is is how do we get people to exposure and everything. But before we move on to the memes, Adam, I just want to comment. Wait, wait, Opti, hold on. I got I got to give a shout out, bro. Oh, you got one more. Our Rumble audience, dude, forty live viewers on Rumble. Shout out to you guys. <laughs> Keeps going up Whoa. higher. Some uh, some two hundred on on YouTube and then on on the other platforms as well. So shout out to you guys, guys on YouTube for whatever reason. Make sure to subscribe to us on Rumble. You could all also always find the live stream on Twitter. Uh, we stream no matter what, rain or shine, Monday through Friday, 12, 15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if you're enjoying the show, make sure to smash that like button. Opti, what were you saying? All right, yeah, yeah. Before I go on and we move to the memes, uh, it would be a missed opportunity to not give you some kudos and a pat on the back of being a Bitcoin entrepreneur, because I, I think, and we say this all the time, you know, we're talking heads, we're just a YouTube show, we're a media show, we're entertainment, but it's you and others like you that are building the tools to help the world get onboarded to the bright orange future. And, and the importance of Bitcoin entrepreneurship it's never lost on us. It's it really right now, it's still early days as far as I'm concerned. And having more individuals take those risks, build the businesses, build the products, as I always say, build the freedom technologies that we need to really get the rest of the world on the Bitcoin standard is the most important thing. And, and you're on the mission of getting people to download Bitcoin wallets, to save in Bitcoin. And we say it all the time. This is the most important thing to do is just make sure people have a little bit of Bitcoin. You know, as Satoshi said, just in case it catches on, guys, maybe it is catching on. <laughs> but kudos to you, bro. Thanks, man. No, it's been, I mean, I've been building, uh, yeah, I, I started the business in 20, in 2013. It's been, it's been 10 years. I've seen the ups and downs. It's been, uh, it's, it's been insane and, uh, looking forward to kind of continuing on. And like I said, the dance into the States is super, I'm, I'm super excited to show the U S what we can do. We've been operating in Canada now for a little while and, um, we understand what it takes to build a, build a Bitcoin platform that is focused on self custody. So looking forward to bringing that into the States. 
Let's go. Awesome. Awesome. All right, boys. I think it's time for some memes. Let's, Let's check go. it out. Let's dive in. Let's do this. The Daily Meme Review. Brought to you by Kaboom Racks. I get this question all the time. Nico, where should I buy Bitcoin miners? The answer is Kaboom Racks. It's the best place to buy Bitcoin miners. That's where you're going to find the best deals and the best prices. Start your mining utopia today. To check out their racks, you got to go to t.me slash Kaboom Racks. Join their Telegram group and start your mining journey today. Kaboom Racks. Kaboom! Mm. Uh, you, guys, you guys are killing me in the chat. Uh, I, I'm also trolling as well. But anyways, this is the meme review where you guys send us memes on Twitter. Tag me at the Simply Bitcoin TV official account, or you can tag me on my personal account, Optimus Field. I will get to your guys's memes, or drop them in our Telegram group, t.me/simplybitcoin, and I will also look for good memes in there as well. But Please drop me the tweets in there so I can give people credit. You guys are dropping a lot of good memes, but I'd like to give people credit. Anyways, anyways, tweets are the bullets, memes are the artillery. As you can tell, we are in an information war, and it's upon you, the individual, to spread the signal, to propagate the memes, to make sure that your friends' heads stay in the game because, as you can tell, people are losing their minds right now. Anyways, anyways, that's a totally other topic. First meme is by RD underscore BTC. Shout out to RD. He is one of the kings of tagging me. So if you want your memes on the show, tag me, guys. Anyways, he goes, me buying the dip right now, hashtag Bitcoin, and we got the Leonardo DiCaprio face. So he's like, Egh. and he's in his bed, in his covers, buying Bitcoin. This is the way. People like Adam are making it super simple to buy Bitcoin in your bed, literally from your phone. You don't have to do too much. It's so simple. And there's other ways as well. You can do whatever you want to get your Bitcoin, whatever, whatever is on you. It's your choice. Anyways, this next meme is by Maxi's Club, and it is the same theme about the price dumping and everyone feeling the same thing. How many chairs can I sell and how much Bitcoin can I get at this moment? Anyways, we got the classic Maxi Club Pepe Bitcoiner here, and we got a brain lighting up and it goes, perfect time to buy the dip. And it's you in your bed last night like, no, I want to go to sleep. I, I need to sleep. I need my eight hours. And then you're like, nope, I am buying more Bitcoin right now because who knows where the price is going. We'll see what happens over the weekend. Are we... Hold on, side note. Are we going to be seeing the Friday pumps or the Friday dumps again? Because that would be awesome. I love when the Bitcoin price makes Wall Street screech and the price starts running in either way on the weekend when they have all left and gone home. I really hope that this continues. Anyways, next meme is by memeing Bitcoin. It goes to everyday struggle. As you guys can tell, we have a theme in today's meme re review about not having enough Bitcoin. So we got this one. Uh, we got the classic panic meme. And the first one is, I need Bitcoin. It's a panic. Oh, my God. That's the first step. You're like, wait, fiat is melting ice cubes? I need Bitcoin. And then the next box is, I huddle Bitcoin. So I'm calm. I got Bitcoin Zen. I'm good. I feel great about life. And then you panic one more time because you realize I don't have enough Bitcoin and I need more Bitcoin. And this is every single one of you guys in the chat today. Okay. And on the same page, shouts out to Kim Gage. And he goes, just when I think I've stacked enough sats, I remember the wise teachings of Master Pei Mei. Hashtag Bitcoin, hashtag Satoshi. And he goes, your pathetic attempt to stack sats amuses me. Stack harder. <laughs> what are you doing? Stack harder. Okay. Next meme is by Seed Signer. 
I really love this one, not only because it's Jay Powell in a dress, but it's it's a good meme and it beats the meme of inflation is theft home and the Cantillon effect as well. And so Seed Center goes, this is the evil maid you need to be the most concerned about when it comes to your savings. Thankfully, Bitcoin really does fix this. And you can see Jay Powell as a butler slash maid stealing your money because of the money printer, but he's in your house as the evil maid. Protect yourself with Bitcoin. Bitcoin literally fixes this. Okay, this next meme is because... Considering it's the weekend and maybe some of you guys still go out and socialize and you guys are going to leave Twitter like I tell you guys to do over the weekend, this may be you tonight. This is the BTC therapist. It goes, don't even get me started. Hashtag BTC. And he goes, them. So what do you do for work? And it goes, me at happy hour after five drinks. And it's Matthew McConaughey all drunk. He's like, hey, have you heard about Bitcoin, bro? Like, You need to buy some Bitcoin. We've all been there. We've all done it. Okay. You know, don't be ashamed. Anyways, this last one is by Vivek for real underscore on Twitter. And it goes being rich versus being wealthy. And we got some icebergs here and we got being rich in the fiat standard. It's overtly, you know, the social status symbol games of being rich on the fiat standard. You, you show the signs, you flaunt it, but being wealthy and the iceberg that is Bitcoin and the stack that you have, it's all under the water. It's all under the surface right now. And few people have woken up to why Bitcoin is the superior way to store money, why it is the best money in the world, and why they need to hold some. And you are on the front lines. And I think we're still at 26K, if I'm not mistaken, by the end of the show. So you got an opportunity to stack cheap sats. This is the way, guys. Anyways, drop your meme review score in the chat on the other side of our guest and Nico, and we will cover it live. Okay, my meme review score is... Uh, some Celtic sea salt. Ooh. If you know, you know. Put it in your water. It's delicious. It, it hydrates you. It gives you minerals. Some life alpha. Anyways, Nico, what's your meme review score? My meme review score is... Hmm. Hmm. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go, yellow on the last meme because of the... Uh, iceberg and bitcoin being under the water he's like yeah it is all under the water indeed uh please sir me familia we're all broke ah, i'm gonna give it the back of yellow oh the back of yellow the back of yellow what is in here it's a good little plush what is in here There's nothing in here yellow why you're supposed to put a hardware wallet in there yeah Disappointed, Yellow. I thought, you would put, I thought you would put one in there for me since you've been living at my house and eating the food out of my fridge. No, it, wait, does it, does it fit a Red Bull, Yellow? Confirm in the chat whether it fits a Red Bull in the backpack. If not, fake news. Okay, you get, anyways. You get anyways, yours at worldofrusty.com. Yeah, exactly. Low-key low key show for Rusty. Shouts out to you, Rusty. All right, Adam, uh, what's your meme review score? Guys, I got a good one. I like those memes. I got one... One brick from Eminem's house. Wow. Wow. I can't uh, tell. Is Nico a real Slim Shady fan? Is this where the blonde tip comes from? Amazing. <laughs> amazing. Wow. We got a real Eminem fan in the chat. Hey, I, I was yeah. actually I was actually telling Adam before that I, that I need to listen to the Slim Shady LP again, and you know I won't ever dye my hair, guys. You can you're you can be very sure I already went through my Eminem phase, so what I won't if, have blonde tips. What if asks you to dye your hair, if that's the only way to take you back? Well, as long as I get the money printer directly to my pockets, then okay. I, I'll do that. I will do that. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get to some of these chats. Nico, do we have movie uh, music? 
No, no, we're not doing music today. I, I'm, like not play, music. I'm not playing the old music. I'm fine, 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 <laughs> fine. Daft, we need new music, bro. Daft has to figure this out. We need new epic music. All right, sale dog. I give the memes five ice cubes kept frozen by Bitcoin. Ooh, okay. meta. Oh. Steve Dre memes yellow the. Let's <laughs> <laughs> stop. Uh, Rastalin, I give the meme sitting on the back porch sipping homemade rum and wearing orange tinted glasses. Let's go. And listening to Simply Bitcoin. That's the way to do it. Dude, Elaine, that's called living life. Much love to all the Bitcoin builders bi bringing Bitcoin to the world faster, easier, better. Wait, wait, what? wait. Sorry, sorry. I, I, <laughs> I can't read that one, Kim. Sorry. Kiwi, I gave you music. Oh. <laughs> That's not a score. I, no, he gave. He dropped a link in the chat. I, it didn't go through, bro. It didn't go through for me. Okay. Uh, All right. Hold on, are one we, more. Are we buzzing it? Are we buzzing it? Yeah, buzz it, buzz it, buzz it. Wait, it wasn't because we ran out of meme scores. It's the buzzer. Uh, uh, McLovin, I'm stacking so hard up. Um, my neighbors almost called the cops on me. It's that intense. <laughs> I don't know how that works, but I'll take it. I'll take it. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. We really appreciate it. I want to give a sh very special shout out to our special guest, Adam O'Brien from Bitcoin Well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Keep building, bro. I absolutely bro. love the project. Self-custody by default. Power to the people. Love that, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to uh, seeing you all on, on, the, on the bids. Absolutely, man. All right, brother. Take it easy. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of Simply Bitcoin Live. If you enjoyed the show, you know what to do. Smash that like button. Uh, consider subscribing if you feel like we provided you value. But the number one thing you could do to push the peaceful Bitcoin revolution is share this content. In fact, share all Bitcoin content. Don't be exclusive. Be inclusive. Don't share shitcoin content because that's counterproductive. Have an amazing weekend. We will be back next week and we'll be having special edition Simply Bitcoins from the floor of BitBlock Boom. I have no idea how we're going to pull it off, but we're going to figure it out. Have a great weekend, everybody. Peace out, y'all.